Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. It's time for a dump. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm doing good. I got all this Nicorette. I have one, two, three, four, five boxes of Nicorette. I got to say, I like the cinnamon surge smell better than that mint smell. Than the fruit so, chill? or so the, the mint one is, I find, slightly na- nauseating well, when I smell it. I bought five boxes because we're going on the road. You're going to need more than that, Mosh. Uh, you're probably right, but they're so expensive. I know, but why not just get what you need? Now you're going to have to go I to need? a Rite Aid and like... I don't like, know how many I need. You need a lot. That's a lot. You're not doing Nicorette right. You're That's not supposed fi- to just like chomp on it from the second you wake up. You're not doing Nicorette right. Until the- <laughs> you chew it and don't even have a nicotine addiction. Hey, don't, I do now. Don't Nick shame me. <laughs> I'm just saying it's supposed to be like a graduated like process where you like do less I and less know, all the I time. I know. It's the pandemic is making it so that I don't want to quit. Anyway. Look, I got good news, Tosh. Real good news. What? Um, a, a, a couple dumps ago, maybe one <laughs> dump ago, somebody called in and they were talking about um, about going poo-poo. Mm-hmm. And the question came up, I was confused if women enjoy going poo-poo mm-hmm. uh, because men have a prostate and the poo-poo slides past their prostate and makes them feel nice. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people wrote in. To okay. give their thoughts. I know this isn't your comfort zone, but does I'm sorry. Can you remind me? Were you saying it feels really good when you shit? Yeah. <laughs> and I was wondering if it <laughs> felt good for women. You said that. Is that true? Like not orgasmic though. No, but like pleasure. Okay. <sighs> Hi. I'm not going to read the names on this one because I feel like people's papoo. They probably want it private. <laughs> Pooping is the title of the subject. <laughs> Hi, I am a 27-year-old woman and pooping feels fantastic. Not quite orgasmic, but definitely enjoyable. I've actually had this conversation with my sister before. Love the pod. Hmm. Okay. Open-minded? Not a lot of judgment? It's nice to have a sister to talk talk to, talk to about that stuff. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to see the positive. Well, this person, different angle. Hi, Moshe, Natasha. I've never experienced an unbelievably pleasurable poop. Is this a man or a woman, though? It's a woman. Okay. But every so often, I do feel like I'm experiencing almost like a runner's high three-fourths of the way through until I'm finished with my poo session. <laughs> she has, like, endorphins kick in. Yeah, so that is. That's, I mean. But that could also be because I'm holding my breath and pushing. Love you guys. <laughs> what is she, a toddler? She's holding her breath and. You know, she's going. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of that experience the other day i um because there's been fires in the neighborhood i started smelling something burning mm-hmm. and then i was like what is the smell and then i was like oh my god is it toast because you know smelling toast is the sign of a stroke mm-hmm. and then i started feeling something in my head like it was a psychosomatic stroke are you okay <laughs> yeah i'm just saying i was like am i having a stroke and then it was i felt like right anyway all right here we go Hi, Moshe and Natasha. Can't believe I'm saying this, but sometimes it feels absolutely incredible when I go number two. <laughs> like I feel five pounds lighter and walk around 
out of the bathroom feeling like I'm walking on cloud nine. Well, let me tell you something. You should be walking on cloud 10, the podcast network that we're currently associated with. I think that calling it number two is respectful. <laughs> is like that your that. favorite one? That's my favorite so far. I truly hate poo. Yeah, Can poo you is never bad. say that? Poo was a it was poo a bad poo is okay. It was a bad moment in a, in human history when adults decided it was okay to say poo. I think people thought it was funny. Right. And, and then it just I, stuck. I, don't, I hate it. I hate it so much. I bet much. doctors say it now. You know what's funny? In Hebrew, the like slang term for like the equivalent of take of saying piss, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a tough person would say, "Oh, I'm going to take a piss." Mm-hmm. It's pee pee. <laughs> so in Hebrew, they'd be like, "Ani rotze pee pee," like a tough like biker in Israel would be like, "I gotta go pee pee. I'll be right back." That's funny. Uh, not done yet with this email. I've always wondered what it's like with men for with their prostate. So yes, Moshe, it feels incredible. In fact, I shared shared that fact with my coworker just last week. She agreed. All right, we've got one more. Ready? I think that's about as many as I can take. Okay. Hi, Moshe Natasha. I am a woman very open about her digestive issues and bathroom habits. <laughs> I probably need help from a gastroenterologist. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you've called the right podcast. <laughs> Your secret dump dumps really speak to my heart in like a weird and unhealthy way. In your most recent podcast, Hot Piss, Moshe asked a question regarding women and shitting. Specifically, he asked if shitting was as pleasurable for women as it was for men. His reason seemed to be that it was because cis women don't have a prostate for the shit to rub against on the way to the sphincter. That wasn't what it seemed to be. That was what I was saying. First, I would assume that the act of relieving oneself of a big shit is pleasurable just to just about everyone. Who hasn't had a massive shit and then wanted to talk about it so others could hear of the epic <laughs> battle and adventure just endured? But but more on the topic at hand. Women use their pelvic floor to do just about everything, including achieving orgasm and pooping. So theoretically, if a cis woman was flexing and releasing her pelvic floor muscles in order to poop, she may also experience pleasure. This is my science-like explanation. Hope it can be of help. Thanks for all the laughs. Well, well, well. It looks like m- women have a really nice time <laughs> on the toilet. Going poo. <laughs> well, what do you think of number poo? <laughs> I hate it. Can I tell you something really disgusting about me? <sighs> I surrender. Okay. Well, actually, maybe I shouldn't tell this one. Well, one time, I, you know, I've tried a lot of different things. Masturbating. I've tried walking. Are you uh, going to wa- say shitsturbating? While coming. I tried walking once while coming. Like I... I masturbated right to the point of orgasm. And I got up. I started walking forward to see what that would be like. A little distracting. And I tried one time going to the toilet and and then and then relieving myself right as I came, just to see what that would feel like. A little much. <laughs> just a little too much going on. Why? I don't know. Did you tell me that? I'm just kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> that was a bit. Oh my god! All right. Can we just? Do Please some secrets. Listen to something else. All right. Sorry. Oh, I mean it's cute. I I guess I still like you. I still like you too, honey. <laughs> Let's play a secret. Hi guys. Uh so this is calling you from Ireland. Um I have a secret that I'm not too proud of. So basically, uh teenage love, grace, all those things. Um so I met a boy when I was young, as you do. And I wasn't really allowed to go out as much as other people were. So I developed a really good relationship with this guy online. And 
basically fell in love talking all the time, every day, everything. And we were due to go to a party together, finally get it on, finally make it happen. And on the night of the party where it was going to happen, a mutual friend of ours said that she had broken up with her long-term boyfriend and she liked him and she wanted him. So being the good friend that I am, I stepped back and I said, that's fine, you have him. Um, and it was very much an awkward thing to the point where he asked me if I was okay with this. It, it was all very awkward and I just kind of felt, no, go ahead, you guys get together you know, do your thing. So they were together for about a year and we used to talk all day, every day. And so I stopped talking to him, kind of gave up on that, moved on, whatever. And then they broke up because she cheated on him and he came back to me and wanted to be together and be in a romantic relationship. And it seemed like the right time to do it. And he made this incredible romantic gesture, um, more than once, actually, he made incredible romantic gestures, and I just couldn't face it to get with him. And that's my confession, is that when she was with him, she told me that he had a very, very small penis. And that kind of put me off the whole situation. I didn't want to be with him at all because of that. And so it never happened. It ended very badly. He ended up shaving his head and losing, like, two stone in waist. It was a very difficult situation for all of us. And I just want to say now, 10 years later, that my current fuck buddy, I've seen all sorts of them, big and small, I've seen them all. And uh, my current fuck buddy has a small penis and it's the best sex I've ever had. And my big confession is that I regret ever turning down the potential love of my life because of penis size it really isn't that important it really doesn't matter that much so thanks guys that was like an essay epic first of all (laughs) did that lady what did she go to the perfect irish accent store to pick that bad boy up I mean, she, that was like a narrator for a We limerick. were due to go to a party. I mean, that was just perfect. I mean, it was like, she should do voiceover. She probably does. That was a pretty deep confession, honestly. Yeah, I liked it. It was, there was a lot to it. It was very much like actually like an Irish short story. Also, how does she know that her girlfriend was telling her the truth? Ooh, that's a good way that's to get so your smart Natasha. But then it sounds to me like the guy probably did have a small penis and it was torturing him. The head he, shaving thing. He shaved his head and lost 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, I don't know. Maybe this was a trick. He didn't have a small. Oh, he did the 20 pound head shave. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> dick move right there. Well, I don't know. Maybe he was embarrassed. It sounded like it, it was an embarrassing situation. Like it sounded to me from that that someone found out that someone that said that. Right, right. And it hurt his feelings because but, why would she feel... But what a deep t- secret that was. That was really good. It was like, you know, th- she the only way that she learned that lesson that she could have good sex with a person with a less than stellar penis size was by not knowing in the first place. So by the time, probably by the time she got with that guy, her current fuck buddy, it was too late to like turn back. Like when she unveiled it, she was like, yikes, I'm already here. And then was like, oh, wow, this is great. And in the end, it, it could have been love. That is pretty beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you just have to know how to use your penis. Right. I mean, size, I mean, a, the only way size matters to me is that if it's big, it hurts. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. If it's too big, Mosh, that's mm-hmm. all I mean. Well, all I can say is the ultimate combination is really big and really skilled. <laughs> and no, not really big because that hurts. Perfectly sized and really skilled. <laughs> and it's also, you know, it depends on each person. Like, yeah. I just, know. that was great. That really did feel like an Irish short story, but too a little too vulgar. Right. I liked it. Okay, let's play another. So I never told anybody this, but um, I use comedians' uh, bits like in real life. <laughs> like Kevin James has a bit about you know looking down uh, a grocery store aisle to get his underwear untangled, and uh, I'll go into work and I, I'll use that bit, and people just think I'm you know I'm saying they I'm using it as my material, and they don't know. It's not my stuff. You know. <laughs> Wait, I I love that he wasn't even doing it for like a woman. No, he's doing he's it like, to like appear <laughs> charismatic in the world. It's funny because we we talk so much about joke thievery in the comedy community, like within ourselves. We don't think about the fact that regular people are out there just like stealing our pizzazz in their interpersonal relationships. I mean, all the if time. it's helping him get along, but he just got, has got to know that someone might he's catch him get on busted it and try to write some of your own bits. What an ad- embarrassing thing that would be. How bad would that be? If he's just like, well, the one thing I could tell you, there's four words you can't say on TV. And they're like, that, okay, that's just Carlin. That's Carlin. What are you, what are you doing right now? <laughs> that's going to be an embarrassing day when that, it's going to happen. Why Kevin James? He's so famous. Here's what you do. Go to your local open mics, haunt all of the people that are at the open mics, steal from them <laughs> because they aren't famous yet. You'll get all the juice. And by the time they get famous, then, uh, then you, you, that circumstance will have passed and you'll be stealing from a new up-and-comer. They're not called open mics anymore. They're called mics. I know. And there aren't any more. Right, that's true. All right, we're well, in day 900 of quarantine. Well, yeah, then all right. Fair enough. Then keep doing the uh, Goonie Goo Goo bit from Eddie Murphy, <laughs> I, think. <laughs> I think. That'll work. Okay, can we hear one more? Yeah. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Um, uh, my secret is, well, um, I went to Penn State University and I hated about 98% of the other students that I met there. And um, one weekend, I had this really, really awful flu. It was just horrible. But my one girlfriend, one of the 2% people who I actually enjoyed, um, basically forced me out of bed when I was clearly very ill uh, to go to a party with her to help her, meet her some, help her meet some boys. And so at this party, I found this beautiful but incredibly terrible and odious young man who I just hated within seconds of looking at him and hearing him speak. So at the party, I knew I was sick and I figured, hey, fuck it. So I went up to him, asked him if he wanted to make out. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I proceeded to hate make out with him for a while, knowing very well that the next few days he was going to wake up with one of the worst colds or flus of his life. Yeah. That's my secret. Getting back at general terribleness with uh, with uh, an ailment. Some call it bioterrorism. I call it catharsis. Thank you so much. I love the show. Bye. I mean, I guess if there weren't COVID right now, I would love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all a little different when it's a COVID world. No, but I mean, I think that's I think that's interesting. I like it. Have you ever um, had sex with a person you hated? 
Not really, no. But she's saying she made out. No, but I'm asking if you ever had a like hookup, like an ongoing or even one time with somebody you really didn't like. Probably, yeah. I have. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes you channel that energy and it mm-hmm. becomes it makes oh, the sex good. Sometimes. Yeah. That's nice. I've broken up with people though before about that. I'd be like, look, let's get real with each other. You don't like me. I don't like you. This is a sexual thing. We don't enjoy each other. Let's stop this. Ugh, that is a terrible conversation, Moshe. Well, it was like after a fight or something. Who knows? Well, I'm lucky I'm not in that circumstance anymore. I get to make love <laughs> to the woman that I like very much. <laughs> I don't just like you, Natasha. No? No. I enjoy you. <laughs> I don't just enjoy you, though. I am feeling you. I'm feeling you, too. I even would go so far as to say, I love you. I love you, too. 